Hi, everyone. Today, I have Allison Blackwell with me. She has had quite a diverse career in theater doing shows such on Broadway, Porgy and Bess, The Lion King, A Night with Janis Joplin, Pretty Woman, an upcoming she'll be doing in the 1776 revival. Regionally, she has also done The Sound of Music, Showboat, Caroline or Change, Ragtime, Hairspray, Jesus Christ Superstar, and Les Miserables. Um, hi, Allison. How are hi. you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Just surviving with this pandemic. <laughs> yes. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. So now first things first, I want to ask you, you're classically trained, right? Yes, I'm classically trained primarily. I grew up, both of my parents, uh, my mother was a conductor of orchestras and symphonies, and my dad was a concert pianist. So I grew up listening to Leontine Price, Maria Callas, all that before getting into Whitney, Aretha, yes. and all those people. So yeah, my bass is choir. My bass is classical singing. Yeah. So for yeah. your career, have you ever felt like you've been like boxed in trying to be boxed into a corner playing the sassy black woman with like a belting voice? Have you ever felt that with your career? That's so funny because during this time, I've been asked this question a lot. I honestly, no, no, I, I really have um, as far as what roles are available to me mm -hmm. and how it felt. Um, I luckily am one of the minority that hasn't felt boxed in because I didn't allow it to box me in. Um, so I know other of my people mm -hmm. have felt that way, but for me, I have not. Initially, when I moved to New York City, I was singing both classical in auditions, operettas, Mikado, mm -hmm. um, Noel Coward all the time, in addition to then doing a pop rock song. So yep. initially, I was always doing it. I was getting hired because I could do both. So I never was kind of put into that pigeonhole held of being mm -hmm. just a sassy black girl initially, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's actually really good. Cause I'm always like, I always find that yeah. I'm always like, whenever I talk to some of my friends and I'm always like, they're like, well, I have this whole classical range. And I'm like, wait, since when they're like, Oh, I've always yeah. had it, but I'm just yeah. forced to do this. Yeah. Like, it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like... true. It, it's, it's true that we are expected to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. That is, that is true. They expect us to be like brassy and sassy yep. and no, 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 no. And so that's why I think it's important, at least for me, to show both mm -hmm. sides. Exactly. So I can be sassy, but then I can be demure. I can be soft. I can be vulnerable. So that's been really something important in my career to show. I've been able to show all of that throughout my career. I've been lucky. But yes, we are pigeon held mostly. And they do expect yes. that. And I still get surprise looks in the face when I do sing mm -hmm. in my legit voice. Even though on my resume, you can see that I've done everything. There is still a shock in the room. Um, when I do sing legit or operatic yes. because they don't still expect us to sound that way. Yep. And yeah. I love everyone. I love legit. I love legit opera singing. It's one of yeah, my yeah. favorite things yeah. to yeah, hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone, my introduction to Allison was in Dallas Center Theater Productions of Les Miserables, where she oh. played Fontaine. Yes. Um, and but fun fact, she was also in a production prior to this where she was just in the ensemble and she yeah. understudied Madame Fenardier. Yes. So she's mm -hmm. done both spectrum. She's done an, a, like more probably closely to the original staging. And but with Dallas Theater Center, they did um, like a, almost a modernized version where it was very contemporary. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure Javert was wearing like a leather cop uniform. Sure was. Yes. <laughs> Yes, um, it was. Yeah. And there was, la there was laptops and, like, 
guns and they're like yes. modern day weapons and stuff mm -hmm. so and i mean i just overall i love that production especially because yeah. i was looking at new characters like i i used to be like okay cool cosette's there i don't care and yeah. Dorcas, who was in it i was just like i was like i was like oh my god uh, this is like a completely new way yeah. to do the brick it was um, it was yeah yeah it was such a special production and i think what we were just talking about about being pigeon held mm -hmm. i never thought as a thicker black woman that I would get to play Fontaine because they don't see necessarily black women as sick or mm -hmm. vulnerable necessarily. And so when I went in and I got called in for Fontaine, I was like, is that, <laughs> did she, oh, okay. Cause usually I'm Madam T. I'm yep. usually Madam T cover factory girl, sassy, you know, that. And so I love that I was called in for this and for Liesl Tommy, who's an amazing director. Go see Respect Aretha Franklin with Jennifer Hudson that she just directed. Um, oh, she directed that? Yes, she did. Oh, I didn't know that was that. Oh, that, my God. That new movie. It's Liesl Tommy. So oh, I no, support. I didn't know she directed the Les Mis production. I knew that she was directing the um, Aretha movie. Oh. I didn't know she directed the Les Mis production. Yes, that's, that's, that's what she directed. That's amazing. The Dallas. So just to um, be called in and for her to see all these characters in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, was just so revolutionary for for us do as the cast. Um, so it was it was great to get cast in it and to dive into that and to prove to myself that I could be vulnerable and people could believe it. Being a bigger black woman, mm -hmm. um, darker skinned or whatever that is, brown skinned, that we are vulnerable. We we can get sick. We can't die. We can be tragic characters. In addition to being sassy, there's mm -hmm. all spectrums that we have as people of color. So, did you? Yep. Did you know going into that production that it was going to be um, um like a more modern day adaption, or did you go and thinking, oh, this is just going to be another? Yeah, like, I mean, is. I mean, we've seen mixed cast of that. Mm -hmm. Leia Salonga, a friend of mine, played Ebony. Yep. We've seen other colors, and there've been after Thursday Farrar, I think, was the first yes. black to do to do Fontaine. I so believe so. Yes, it, we've seen it before, but this version, I did not know that it was going to be like this. Mm -hmm so different but yet so true to the story and to victor hugo um his theme so i didn't know i had an idea but i didn't know until we started to build it mm -hmm. and then i was like oh this is something different yeah i yeah. got yeah for everyone whoever's at home listening check it out on youtube it is i did watch the full bootleg on youtube <gasps> of course yes. oh, sure. um. <laughs> yeah i can't watch oh. it i can't watch it it's, it's no you know, it's when you watch good. yourself it's like it's like oh yep. god <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I, um, yeah. And so like everyone, like if you have a chance to sit down and watch it, it's truly like, I remember I used to like, I was a Les Mis fan, but I wasn't like, oh my God. And then I saw this and I was like, oh, wow, this is yeah. relevant still to today. Yes. And now in 2021, uh, even more so, even more. unfortunately. It is, it and, is. But it's truly, it's an amazing production. So everyone, yeah. if you have a chance, just watch it, watch clips of it online. Yeah. It, as Allison Dorcas Leung, um, Justin Keys, Justin Keys, Nahal Joshi played John. Yes, Genre I was blanking on names. Um, just a, it's just a superb cast, and we got along yes. so well, and we were all together supporting this this new telling of this yes. new story, and and so it, it's 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 there's a family. We're we're still get keep in touch, and we're still mm -hmm. very close because it was so special. And it was so different. I mean, people were, some people loved it. And some people were like, oh, how dare they destroy the show? And Ugh. so you always get that back. Yeah. Forth, but the majority of, of, we got so much love from Dallas community and people coming in 
from out, out of town to see it. I've never seen, like the tickets were going for $300. I mean, this was unbelievable. Yes. To see this because it was so different from the Broadway, from the tour yeah. that they usually do. They want to see what we were doing. So it was exciting to do something different with a, a, a gem, a musical yes. theater gem like this. So it was great. That's was one great. of the productions. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time and see it. Yeah, yeah. That's one I know, of the productions. I if I had a time machine, I would yeah. go back in time and see it. I was trying to get through COVID um, to try to do a reunion. I was trying to get a reunion during COVID, like on oh, that to get us to come back. And the original cast to do that yeah. for Dallas Theater Center to, you know, for money. But like, it's mm -hmm. just, we were, we're, everyone's everywhere. Dorcas doing Hamilton. Yeah. Everyone was doing something yep, else. Dorcas is in Hamilton. She was in Hamilton. Like, Mayhaw was doing it. Like, we were all doing stuff. So, yep. but it, it was a special show. Um, Elizabeth Judd, Eponine. Yep. I Elizabeth can't forget Judd Elizabeth. Well. She was wonderful. So, yeah, it was a special show. Yeah. Uh, what, what was my, oh, yeah. So, um, and then, so you obviously did also the more, more probably original and classical close yeah. or actual one. Yeah. What was, what was the, I mean, just what was the differences? Because you were in two probably, you were in two very different, because I think it was North Shore Music Theater. Yeah, North Shore. You did, I did the original, where it was probably yeah. more close to the original. What was yeah. like, it like just being in like, you know, a very more faithful to the original stage production yeah. and then this like this completely reimagined one how was like what was that like going? the difference so I, I think it's two different experiences one being mm -hmm. a principal one being mm -hmm. ensemble yeah and the first time doing it it's just such a classic so I just yep. feel like at that age and where I was I was just coming out of school so I was just so excited to do this classic so now looking back at it and doing it again being older and more mature the themes of the show meant a lot more to me personally, mm -hmm. doing it at Dallas, I understood more the sacrifice of a woman for their child, yep. the, you know, sacrificing for a cause. Because when you're young, you're just like, okay, why would they die? I mean, like, why, would, <laughs> yeah. why, do, why do you need to do this? You don't need to do this. But now being older, yep. when I did it as in Dallas, I understood why people die for causes. And it's not, it, my body will go away, but what we did will be mm -hmm. remembered. Exactly. So I think I think that is the difference for me. It's just the themes and the the, the idea of the show hit differently as a more mature woman and a, a human and an artist. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the main thing. But the staging, the staging is just what it is. It was, I still yeah. that flag. The flag is legendary. It doesn't matter yep. where it is. Yep. There's a certain thing. The turntable turn to me is is legendary. The yep. barricade is legendary. I, I did miss some of that stuff in our Dallas production. I just love the turntable, honestly. Yes, who doesn't? The, the flag is what it is, that flag. And when he gets shot and goes back, like there's just certain things in the original that I just think are staples, yep. I should say. But yep. Um, yep. So <laughs> the, the direction of some of the original stuff, I love. Um, yes. But I love what Liesl did in making it more current day. Exactly, yes. Um, so I think a meld of both would be amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, if they bring it back, you know, a meld to make it just more current because, you know, setting in France, fine, but this could be anywhere. Exactly. It is happening everywhere. It exactly. is happening everywhere. Look at what happened in Cuba. Look what's happening mm -hmm. in all these countries that are overthrowing governments that are assassinating. Mm -hmm. Like this is what's happening in every, in every, everywhere. So um, making it more universal is, is really important. Because yeah. when you did it, Dallas, also, isn't Dallas, like, I might be confusing this with something else, isn't it almost just, like, a warehouse kind of building? And they, like, build the stage however they want it to be? 
Yeah, I, it's not really a warehouse, but you are yeah. correct. They can change it to be um, in a round. They can mm -hmm. change it to have seats just proscenium or on, on each side. So they can really, it's really, I think they're one of the rare theaters that can reconstruct to make yes. it be anything. And a warehouse. They can make it like the back be open. Yep. So they can really change it to any any way they want to, which is really great for, for shows. Yes. Because for Amos, it was a thrust, I believe. Because I believe yes. I saw people on the east side of the audience. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a thrust. It was definitely more of a thrust there because I just remember the 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 second act, the the battle scene. I mean, you know, they'd be mm -hmm. running in the shot, you know, and it was just close. I just remember people being like clutching themselves yep. because it was so close. You know the death scenes and stuff like that. So yeah, it was more of a thrust. Yeah. Um, but proscenium, not too much on the sides, but yeah. definitely more proscenium, but mm. more a thrust because definitely my Fantine stuff, I would be crawling down yes. into the um, almost into the people. Yeah, and you I, did, I, you were I, doing I a lot. I know. I, there was, I now, it was. Yeah. Now you're like, oh my knees. I. I no, <laughs> not. I. I mean, I just. I just remember like vocally being exhausted every night like mm -hmm. crying like i just I, I there wasn't a show where i wasn't like crying snot coming yep. it was just exhausting it I was mean, the most exhausting 13 she's on there like 13 minutes yep <laughs> 13 minutes <laughs> i i i Liesl had me going through it through that but that's, from, i think yeah. that's a testament to her as a director and also yeah. you as an actor Both just amazing brilliant. amazing yeah it, it was great yeah 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 and so, so did you have to do the ensemble? Because in normal, not normal, in like professional productions, they had ensemble tracks. Were you in the ensemble, or were you just like chilling off stage? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's like that was a big thing with Patty in London. You yep. heard about which she was, like, she was like, I'm not I'm here not to be in the ensemble. ensemble. <laughs> and they're like, well, that's part of the track, and she was like, no go, and so she nope. didn't do it. Um, so yeah, that's the track. That's what they all do. Yep. You after you die you do come back and I did come back to the barricade. I was in a okay. I was in a shroud and whatever yep. else. But yeah. I was so in there. <laughs> so you no, didn't do we, Sierra Bogus and come on as um Yento? Yeah, I, I came back in the in the through stones and yep. then I exited after, you know, when Drink With mm -hmm. Me, I was on there. I was sleeping on the stage during Bring Him Home. And then I exited with the women. And that was yep. it until I came back at the end of the show. Yeah. So I did it. I did usually the track. I did the track. Yeah, that they do. So you were also in um, The Sound of Music. Yes. As Sister Sophia. Sophia, yeah. What yeah. was, because obviously, I mean, The Sound of Music, you're not like, oh, there's going to be Black people in it. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what was that experience like? Or just, I mean, just not experience, yeah. just like, what was that? Yeah. How did that feel? <clears throat> this was interesting because I had just booked Eight Misbehaven, and then Sound of Music. And my agent was like, of course you're gonna take Eight Misbehaven. It's a role, it's a legendary, you know, whatever else. And I said, I'm gonna do Sound of Music. And I'm gonna do Sound of Music because I may not ever be able to do it again. And who knows, you know, usually they don't cast people of color that Audra did, you know, the TV and stuff. But in general, I mean, they're better now with it, but, yes. you know. But after Audra and stuff like that, but I said, I don't know when I'm going to get an opportunity to do this show again. And so I need to do it. I can do eight misbehaving until I'm old and gray, but this, <laughs> but this, but this is an opportunity for me. Mm -hmm. So I was so excited to do it. I love the score. 
it's I love the is. score. That that opening, that opening montage of just the nuns singing. I loved it. I loved the experience. I loved the cast. It was my second time being at Paper Mill. I'd done ragtime there. Oh, and, right. Yep. Um, ragtime. And then I came back into Sound of Music. So it was a great experience. And I, I loved it. I didn't feel like, oh, I'm the black girl and whatever. Yeah. I just kind of was like, I'm here. I'm here. Yep. And, and we're about to. And there were people, there were nuns of color all over the world. Stop it. Just stop yep. it. It's just, you know, why couldn't I be, you know, in, in the nunnery, a, a, yep. a black, a person of color in, in the nunnery? Now, the Germans coming in probably would have been the first person to go. Yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> fine. But at the end of the day, why not? They and were probably I'm, still there. And I'll, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I And love, also, yeah, just why not? Yeah, why not? And so I love doing it and I love singing the music. And it was a great, great experience. Great experience. I don't regret passing eight misbehaving for it at all it was great yeah and so just again just to show the diversity of your career i mean you were in rag you were in a few different productions of ragtime oh, so many as sarah's so, friend one yeah. of my uh, i was introduced to that show two years ago right before the pan right before the pandemic hit i think because uh, yeah. they did it at my school yeah, um, at my college, Ithaca, and I was like, I was yeah. like, I was like, I literally like, I got to the first act, and I was like, it's like, I was like, what just happened? I was like, what? Just and happened? hands down, uh, to me, for for me, one of the best openings ever in musical theater, mm -hmm. besides Lion King. I just have to give yeah. Lion King the best. It there's no better circle of life to me. It just, it, you know, I've never seen grown men and women cry. You know, they do that in yep. Lion King, but for Ragtime, that opening that Gracelle Danielle directed. And Frank, I mean, it, there's no better opening of a, a of a musical for me. And the score is just is to die gorgeous. for. Is gorgeous. I can do that show. Uh, I mean, for the it, that that show, it's draining. <laughs> it's draining emotionally every night. It's, and I think it's a story that needs to be told. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's I, an amazing. It's a timeless story, and it's just you know. Also, it's a great oh, book. Have oh, you read yeah. the book? I haven't read the book yet. It's oh, on one of my reading lists. You have to. Um, <laughs> E.L. Doctorow. It's, uh, the book is even better than the, you know, the book is just yes. more juicier and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's just such a good book. And they did such a good job making, bringing those aspects into the musical. So um, it was a, great. Yeah. I love a Liesl Tommy directed production of that. Oh, Ooh, gosh. That oh, yeah. That was great. Stephanie yeah. J. Block is mother. I'm going to keep petitioning that until the day I die. Sure. I'll take it. Ste <laughs> sure. No, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's so great. yeah, and then but also you were in Hairspray as an understudy yeah. for Motor Mouse. So you have yeah. had a very yeah. Yeah. diverse career of being yeah. classical and then the belting. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you were in purpose. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Now, yeah, yep. Yeah. Now you talked about the Lion King. Now, yes. um, you were in both. You were in the Broadway production and you were yes. also in the Las Vegas production. Yes. And the, yeah, I was in the Las Vegas original production. I was a swing. So I swung eight women, including Oof. Shinzi and yes. Sarabi the Queen. Yes. So that was like my first big production contract um, that I did. And I was there for about two years and then I left to do Porky Bess. So yeah. How yeah. was that role on you physically? Because I know I asked uh, my friend Danielle Williamson, who oh, Danielle. played Alphaba. Yep. Yeah. Who played Alphaba and um, Nala, and I was, Nala. Like, I was like, which show was harder? I was like, I was like, Wicked or The Lion King? She was like, The Lion King. The yeah, Lion Nala. King. <laughs> she yeah. was like, 
She was like, so many people got hurt. So what was that experience like for you? And swinging it with all those costumes, that must have been insane to memorize. So so for me, um, being a swing actually saves the body a little bit more than doing eight shows a week. Mm -hmm. The the thing with Lion King is the puppets. It's the puppets. Um, The hyenas are very heavy. I always say it's almost like you're carrying a, a, a futon on your back with a harness that's what it feels like yeah. and it's it's very hard now shinzi to me is the hardest Oof, because yeah. she's carrying that the whole show and you're hunched over so doing mm-hmm. that cover was the hardest and um as far as that but in general it's just like the grass heads are heavy the lioness heads the cranks it's yeah. just and so like physical therapy you i ended yes. up losing like 20 pounds while i was there because you can't be thick because yeah. your body will break down. And so Unless that's you're Rafiki. <laughs> Unless you're Rafiki. Yeah, yeah Rafiki's a little bad, but that costume is 20 pounds. Yeah, it's, and I find it insane how there are women that have, not, I mean, people in general, but also the women who are Rafiki, who have done it for like, since the beginning yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, how? Yeah. Like just how, like physically, and how can you not yeah. get bored with it? Just overall, but it's just. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when that, curtain is down and that mist starts and that thing rises and you point honestly there's no better moment so I get why you would want mm-hmm. to and like her role is so diverse that eulogy when yep. when he dies she's funny she's heartfelt yep. she's the mother figure so I get out of all the roles why people would want to stay with that one a little bit more than Nala because Nala comes ha- you know at the at the, at the end, end of the show has that you know, brilliant solo and then is like has yeah, a duet and, and then she's like I'm out. And then she's out so i feel like Rafiki <laughs> out, of, out of the women is the is the ideal compared to shinzi and nala you know yeah so yeah. so what puppets did you operate as a swing then were you yeah you i mean that or well i mean the 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 well there's there's heads there's heads yeah. there's puppets and stuff like that and so like you know, Remember um, one of the ones that came down the aisle. Yeah, the the bird ladies. Okay. Yeah, so you have birds here that are clamped onto your oh arms. God. So it's just and it's a choreo, and so you're holding. You have to keep them steady. They can't dip because mm-hmm. then the birds look like they're dying. So like, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's all of that. All of that work. It's like keeping your arms. Your arms have to be strong. The grass heads are heavy. It's literally yeah. like a crank with a grass head. I did that, lioness. You have to crank a head on top of your head, uh-huh. um, and then when you're um, you're the um, Shinzi, and then the lioness hunt, you got to take the them hi- on and off, and you like for the uh, so hyena yeah. hyena is the fu- queen futon on your back with the harness. Yep. That's the worst. That's the worst. I can definitely honestly tell you that that hurts the most. Props to you for doing that show. Yeah. I always yeah, yeah. give props to but everyone you know in Lion King. <laughs> but it, but it, but it's worth it because yes. it's so artistically fulfilling. Yes. That and also your body gets used to it. You mm-hmm. know that's one of the rare shows on Broadway where I didn't lose my voice, and I was top soprano. So <gasps> I, I mean, I was t- I was the top when I went into fill in. So and I never lost my voice doing on ensemble. But other shows, it just was harder. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Maybe just the music fits in my voice, just how it is. But it's also a hard score because we're, we're learning, we're like, learning different languages, the South yep. African dialects. You have to learn how to click. You have to learn um, Zulu. 
Golza, you know, these different languages. And so it's really, it's really an intricate show, but artistically the most brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it when I was a kid in um, Philadelphia when it came to tour and I was like, I was like, Oh, it's, I was just like, this is, it, it never gets old. That circle of life never gets old. Some of those numbers never, never get old. Shadowlands never gets old. No, nope, so, never gets. It's so that's the show where I was like, oh, I would go back into that show after COVID. Like that's the only show where I would go back as ensemble and be like, okay, because it's, <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it to me. Yes. Even with the cranks and the hyena stuff, it's just artistically fulfilling to do it. Yeah, and then yeah, and then so you talked about Porgy and Bess after this. You were oh, there yeah. with the original ART production, not the yes. original, but the yeah. Diane Paulus's original production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, what was? Were you there for like the entire process for that? Yeah, like, yeah. They were, like, I, where they were workshopping it and stuff. Yeah, I did the first workshop um, in the summer before ART. Mm-hmm. We did that, and then I went back to Lion King, and then I left Lion King to do the ART, then Broadway. And, and that was that. So I was there from the beginning, from the first, the group that started and started building what was going to be the show and then continuing with ART. So yeah, I was there for the whole process, which was, which was amazing, amazing to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So what was it like just like switching from, you know, like the very family friendly show of the Lion King and yeah. then going to Porgy and Bess where they're snorting cocaine off the floor. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, other I mean, things to, that happen. Yeah. I mean, to be clear, this is a dream show. I remember hearing, seeing the equity breakdown and calling my agent and saying, you've got to get me seen for this. This is my, this is going to be my show. And he was like, okay, Allison, you know, we'll see, you know, and so I always knew I wanted to be in that show. And that was my goal for like four months in Vegas was coaching. My man's gone now, summertime, getting all this stuff ready for, for the audition. And so when I got the audition and, and I booked it, um, it was really because Audra, because originally I heard rumors it was Audra and Brian Stokes Mitchell, which I, uh, for Ooh. me being a rag timer, I yep. was like, oh my God, if these two do it. And then mm. it was like, oh, it's Audra and Norm. And I know Norm. Norm is from, just as great as Brian. Yeah. And I had done, <gasps> I knew him. I knew him from doing Dream Girls with him at Pittsburgh Civic Light Opera right Ooh, out of school. I didn't know you did Dream Girls. We'll have to talk yeah. about that. I, I did, I, yeah, I did that with Norm, Billy Porter, Frenchie Davis. Monty brilliant. Bill all of them. All so of them anyway, brilliant and amazing. So, so I knew him. And so it was to be in the room and work with him and, and build this and also to watch Audra work. You know, that's, you know, she was why I started to sing, one of the people. And so to get to see her process, her talking about the script, what, what, what we wanted to keep, what we wanted to adjust, and getting mm-hmm. the rights from the Gershwin estate to change things. Because the opera, is a four, the original was four and a half hours. <laughs> and, now, and now we're condensing it to something that's doable for a Broadway audience who, mm-hmm. after two hours and change, is starting to lose interest. Yes, so, so that whole process of Diane working with Audra, with Philip Boykin, who played Crown, who was amazing, and mm-hmm. David Allen Greer fixing the show, mm-hmm. and, and not fixing it, but just adjusting arranging it, it. To, arranging it to, to make it, you know, and, and you know, the script is offensive. The original script is offensive. Let's just yes. be honest. It's, it's, it's offensive. So there's some things that were going to be unacceptable to say on stage. Yes. And things that Audra was like, I'm not doing this, Norm, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And so it was that whole process of figuring out what parts of the book we want to whatever figure out and, and work and then submitting it to the Gershwin estate to get approved. And some things they were like, no. And some things they were like, yeah. 
you know? And so that watching that process was very interesting, F fixing or adjusting a script and then having to go to the creators, the trust to get approval. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a great experience. It was the best, me, the best experience and best debut to be in that show because I got to watch my mentor and people like that and, and see how they work. And so I would seeing Audra and David and Norm, I do kind of what they do when I get in a room now mm -hmm. with a new show or with something, you know? So it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. So yes. Yeah, so, so then that brings me to my next question is who were like the yes. people that you looked up to on like in theater world or just in general when you were a kid and you were like, yeah, I want to. Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely Audra in the theater world, but like mm -hmm. my first idols were Maria Callas, Lean Teen Price, Yep. In that world, I loved Ella Fitzgerald. I loved Sarah Vaughn. Um, so, like, it's a mixture of stuff. But in musical theater, it was Audra. Audra was the one I was like, oh, she sings like I originally started to sing. Like, she doesn't belt mm -hmm. like Stephanie J. Block or Dina or whatever else. But, no. like, she had the voice that when I was young, I was singing it. I was like, oh, she can make it. She's a star. Oh, there's a place for my voice you know, on Broadway. And so she, she was the main person for me that, that changed my life to be like, oh, I can do this. I can find my way in there. So that's why I had no fear going to New York and being like, oh, mm -hmm. I can do this and that, you know, in a way, because I saw her. And then I see black people like Melba Moore, Stephanie Mills, and Jennifer Hudson doing the other thing. So oh, yes. we have both. We have Heather Hatley who can do that. And then yep. we have Audra. <laughs> so I can do both. And now so upcoming Brittany Johnson, who's just amazing. Yes. Brittany Johnson, yeah. first yes. woman From of Wicked. color to play Glitter. Yes. Yep. Amazing. Just truly, so, it's great to yeah. see that we're, everything is diversifying. Progress. Yeah, we're seeing progress. I think it's, it's definitely slow. Like Caroline change, change comes slow, but change come Caroline. Yes. It's, 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 it's coming along and people are really trying, I believe, to make an effort to to really include everyone and to consider everyone. You may not book it, but I just want to be included. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. I want to be included in the discussion. I don't want to be taken out of the discussion. So I love seeing all of that that's happening. It's very, very, it's very, very great. It's great. Yeah. So you are, so I know you didn't start rehearsals yet, but you are in the mm -hmm. upcoming 1776 revival. Yes. With, with Diane Paulus again, who did Porgy and Bess. Yes. yes. Did you, when you were going, and just to go, and just to, for everyone who doesn't know, this is going to be an all female, or I think there's, I think there's one or two non-binary people in the show, right? Yes. Right, right now. I, yes. Might be there is. There else. Are, no, you're, you're correct. No, you're correct. Non-binary. Yes, there is. So, yes. And you're playing, so it's an all female or non-binary cast and you're playing, um. Right. Livingston. Robert Livingston. Livingston. I, was, I literally yes. was looking it up right now. I was like, I was like, yeah, I yeah, remember. yeah, yeah, from New York, from New York. So yeah, yeah. So how does that feel that you're gonna be in? Well, for, this is your fifth, fifth Broadway show. Fifth, yeah. How does that? And you're playing. You're playing again. You're once again more or less in a show that's breaking barriers. Yeah. Um. How does that? Like, do I mean? Obviously, again, you said you didn't start rehearsals, but yeah. Did you? But what was it like? What was the audition process for that like? The audition process, um, we had to recite the Declaration of Independence for the whole team. Oh. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
like so, so, as a monologue like, or just like, like reciting like, it? Yeah, it's like literally, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got it. You got it. And I literally got my audition like maybe a day. I only had like a day and change. And Ooh. I was in Pretty Woman at the time. Oh, yeah. And I literally, the, literally the day of the audition, I had a photo shoot for Pretty Woman. So I literally was like, hey, so I literally have to be the first person, meaning like 930 in the morning, because I have a shoot at 10 o'clock. So it's like, okay, we'll get you in. So uh, here are the sides. It, it was it was a crazy time because I literally had an opera audition for Lincoln Center. Intimate oh. Apparel, Intimate Apparel Opera audition at Lincoln Center for Bartlett Sher and Lynn Nottage. Yep. And the next day was 1776. So I was crazy. So literally, props literally, to you. I, so I was literally like Declaration Independence. Like I was like, ha ha ha. So yeah, we had to recite the Declaration of Independence. Sing, um, you had a choice to sing two two songs um, because I wasn't going in for one of the women, mm-hmm. um, Martha or Abigail. So um, cool, cool Confederate men, and then you had another option. I forget the other song that you could sing. So I did cool, cool Confederate. And they were like, what key do you want? I was like, yeah, whatever key. They give you two keys. <laughs> and so I sang that. They asked for my own song. And then that was basically audition. Now, for me, I know Diane. So, yes. <clears throat> I, so it's a different room for me. Yes. And, and honestly, for me, it was, let's just do this. Yeah. I, I really wasn't in a place of like, God, I want the show. I did want it. But I was so busy with like 80 auditions and Pretty Woman. So I kind of just went in there and I just did it. Like, I remember singing my song and I got a, something in my throat. And I was like, uh-oh, we got to stop. Like, I just was I just was like me and Diane laughed and was like, start again. And I, I did my song and then I did decoration. And I sang Cool Confederate and sang it. And she talked to me a little bit. And they're like, thanks, Allison. And I was like, okay. And then like a week later, I got a call. like, you got it. Oh, so I didn't even like, have to do a callback. <laughs> no, no. That, that, you know, so that, that was it. And then I was a different character. I was... um. I played Scott, I forget his name. He's Scottish, with Scottish accent. Anyway, I, I was a different character, um, a different uh, representative. And then I went back in, and then I did a whole gamut of all different mm-hmm. roles. Abigail, John Adams, yada, yada, yada. Oh, so you After did a the, workshop before this? Yeah, so there we, was we a did work- a workshop. Okay. There mm-hmm. was a workshop before for two weeks. Mm-hmm. My last two weeks of Pretty Woman was this workshop. And oh. then, and then... <clears throat> They, they did another whole vat of auditions and I went back in mm-hmm. and then I was, then I became Livingston after I went back in. But for me, the process for me was not stressful because I knew okay. Diane and I knew that if she wanted me, she passed me. She knows who I am, knows what I give. And if I didn't get it, I'm, I'm good. I know it's not like, Oh, it's someone I don't know, like Michael Mayer, I haven't been in for a lot. Mm-hmm. So I maybe would take it more personally, but with Diane, it's like, okay, either she wants me or she doesn't. So for me, it was it was a fun audition. I just did it and left. And it was great. And the workshop was very good. The workshop was very good. Um, the, the group was amazing. It was special. I think it's going to be really groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but like so much has happened, Paul, since that workshop. It's been two years. Yes. So uh, how, how in my mind is like, how is the show going to change with the time? Yep. Where we are now. So we haven't talked to Diane. We haven't really mm-hmm. talked about that as a cast, but it's going to be interesting to see what changes, um, you know, happen and, and what she decides to do now 
that we're in a whole different world, you know? So, yeah. yeah. And right now in the cast, there's also Hannah Cruz, who was also yes. in Hamilton, Aaron yes. McCroy, who yes. I saw as Christine Daae, who's yes. brilliant, yes. Um, Nancy and, and, Anderson. And yeah, Nancy Anderson. And I have to shout out Crystal Lucas Carey, who's playing John Adams. Yes. Who is phenomenal. Um, and so um, it will be her Broadway debut, but she's Good been, you know, her. she's been in tons of, of plays at the public. Um, and she's a very close friend and she's phenomenal in this role. And I, I think she's going to be really revolutionary in it. So, um, yeah. And who, um, Jefferson, um, she's amazing too. Elizabeth um, A. Davis. Yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> Um, so it's it's going to be really, 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 really special. And it's a really great cast. And it's yes. not Broadway names. It's like we didn't exactly. like load, we didn't load it with like the people I thought that she may do because she could have gotten all stars to play yeah. all these roles, Broadway people. But she really it felt like pick people that she really felt inhabited her vision of these roles mm -hmm. um, and these representatives of different states. And so I'm totally excited to start the process um and it's looking like next year you know we're going to start um at art and one then going to mm -hmm. one can hope and then roundabout at and the then fall, you go to la a tour there's a tour after that yes mm -hmm. and so um i'm excited about it and and the wonderful thing about this show 1776 it's a play it's really a play with mm -hmm. music and that's yes. what inter interested me more is that I've done a lot of shows, music, 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 but a majority of the show is text. Yes. And like that this interested me. Mm -hmm. 30, there's like, I think it's like in the beginning, there's like a 30 minute space between songs. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was no Broadway production. The orchestra, yeah. the, kid, the musicians would leave the pit and then yeah. come yeah. back. It's, I feel like it's like the longest break in any musical. Yes, with no music. it is. Yeah. And so that interested me in doing something that's really more of a play with music versus a musical that's mm -hmm. like da 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 da. Yep. You know, nothing's wrong with that, but it, it's no, great yes. to have a break, have something different in your resume, and also to challenge yourself, you know? And so I, I'm excited with that aspect of 1776 and, and the vision um, that, that Diane will going to yes. be putting together to, in, in this time that we're in, too. Yeah, she's so, directed some amazing revivals. Pippin, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Porgy and Beth, and now this one. And Hair. And and, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And now I believe you have to get going soon. Am I correct in that? Uh, you're good. Okay. You're good. If you have more, you can ask me. Yeah, I um, have some time. Okay, so um, already then. Um, I guess just over, so you were, um, yeah, so just overall then I just, what I like to do is I always like to ask people their dream roles. Oh gosh. Is there like a role where you're like, I, before I die, I have to play this. I don't care if I'm wheelchair bound, I will play this role. <laughs> is there any roles like that for you? Oh my gosh. Um, I've said before the witch and into the woods. Mm -hmm. Oh, I could see that. I would love to do that. I have to think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of shows that I want to do, kind of. Like, if I hadn't done Carolina Change, I would have said that, but I've done that several times. So, uh, it's, Sondheim, I love to tackle, I've done two Sondheim. I've done Sweeney Todd, and I've done oh, a, little, a Little Night Music. Oh, I love that show. So, so, a Little Night Music, I would love to be in that and play Charlotte. 
<gasps> oh, I could see you doing that. Um, so I would say, in, <clears throat> so, so Sondheim, basically, I would love to do Into the Woods. I'll even take Baker's Wife. I'll even take <laughs> Baker's Wife. But in the Witch is so, that stay with me. Yes, It takes brilliant. me in such a place. So it's that, um, Little Night Music, Charlotte, um, I, I love. Um, those are the two I can think of. Like Sweeney Todd, I love it. But I, people are like, oh, you'd be a great, um, Mrs. you know. Love it. Yeah, I, I'm like, mm, I love Bigger Woman. Yes. Like that, so, so, <laughs> Do the Audra just come in, just like yeah, flirt yeah, with so, people and then pop out? Yes. Yeah. So, so, so for me, <clears throat> I would say I want to be Bigger Woman. People are like, why would you want to be Bigger Woman? I just think she's so interesting. Yes. Um, just the levels you can play with her, the craziness, mm -hmm. but the, but the, the, the heartache and the pain. So I, that's more interesting to me. Those are the three Sondheim roles that I would want to like tackle. Um, Bigger Woman, Charlotte, and um, The Witch. That's all I can really think of like right now. Uh, I mean, that's it. Here are the dream roles that I have for you. Cause I actually, I'm oh, also, gosh. I'm insane. I'm insane. I actually okay. have a whole spread list. Like oh. spreadsheet of like different roles, different shows, like the people listed oh, in it. Fierce. It's it's insane. So I have you as Sarah in Ragtime. Okay. Um, Erzuli in Once on This Island. I yep, sure. That's that's there. Yeah. Sure. Um Carlotta in The Phantom of the Opera. Oh god, sure. Um, wait, what was what else was there? There was one. Oh, and I had you as um one of the church ladies in the color purple. Oh gosh, that story went in for that 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 original. I almost got it. It was that down to me. Didn't get the original when the to take over original. for one of the church one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was one of my questions. Was what are, are there any shows that you went up for and you didn't get and you were like, <sighs> or like we were yeah. just like like it just oh. crushed you not getting it. Oh oh oh! Recently, Carolina Change. This roundabout. <gasps> Ooh. I was. It was like for the moon. I was in yeah. up for the moon and like that one took me out because like I had eight auditions. Oh, I had like two or three sessions with Tony and Janine and then I was put on a hold and then like I didn't get it. It was like, I love McKinsey. McKinsey's amazing. So it's, mm -hmm. fine. it's, it's great. You know, but it, that, that's the one, like I, I swore, I was like, this is my next show. Like yes. no way. Everyone was like, Allison, you're the moon. Like who else is going to do the moon? <laughs> Like, like you're the moon. I was like, ah, uh, you know. And so that one, like recently was like, oh, that was a gutted one. But all the other stuff that I didn't get, I knew uh, I shouldn't have gotten it because I wasn't the first color purple. I just was green. I just was yeah. not as nuanced. Like mm -hmm. I remember seeing that table of people, original, uh, you know, everyone, Allie, Willis, and Aaron. I was like, ah, and I just wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't seasoned enough to like conquer down and just steady myself and mm -hmm. give. So, um, but that kind of change is, a, is the one where I was like, oof, oof, oof. I really, really wanted that. Um, yeah. And then there's been stuff that I've turned down that I just didn't want to, just didn't want to do on Broadway, you know? So I, I, I yeah. Car Carolina change. Most recent one where I was pretty devastated about, mm -hmm. I really wanted that show. That's the one I can think of. Yeah. There, oh, there was also Interesting. Um, Lily Vanessi and Kiss Me Kate as well that I had you for. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, she's yep. on there. I had, I have yeah. you in a lot of Soprano roles because I was like, I was like, I love Sopranos. So yeah, yeah. I have you no, in a so lot of those. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to just think about it just because, I, you know, 
it's just these old school musicals, they don't do them as much like Roundabout. Roundabout does them and Lincoln Center kind of, but like, yeah. Yeah, Kiss Me Kate, sure. There are so many great older shows that yes. mm-hmm. need to, like, and well, I know, and there, there are sometimes where it's like, where you look at them and you're like, okay, yes, that's, that's, that, that needs to be addressed. But I feel like there are some times where we change it and then, but like when changing it, then you also lose something else with sure. it as well. Um, like, like, yes. St. Lu- like St. Louis Woman, Harold Arlen, that musical. I would love like anything per Bailey. I'm all down for like, yeah, that mm-hmm. stuff. Like I love Harold Arlen. Like I am the old school Gershwin. I love Harold Arlen, Cole Porter. I prefer to sing those songs any day over contemporary. And you I just think that's worse. That, that, that's what I love to sing most. I just connect with that music the most, you know, the old school standards. That's just me. You know, yeah, no, you sound, I mean, you sound brilliant yeah, on them, so why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kiss Me Kate, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, um, also there was Lily Garland in On the 20th Century. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say never. <laughs> that is the word I say never. Yeah, yeah. it's that's such a great role for like just, I mean, just women. I mean, just so many yeah. great roles for women. I mean, specifically, um, don't take offense, like specifically older women, yeah. Uh, yeah. as well and there yeah. are so many great roles in like more classical canon that there are some problematic elements in the script but it's like if you change of it course. there are these great roles for women yeah they're definitely like just... I, I like 110 the shade i'm not mad at 110 the shade it's not as exciting to me as kiss me kate or um on the 20th century mm-hmm. but i'm not mad at i'm not mad at that, that those that that you know so yeah i mean there's definitely lots of lots of things that i would consider doing but i feel like more than likely they're going to be regionally done yeah and there's nothing they're wrong with problem. that there's nothing yeah, wrong there's with nothing that. i know that yeah. there, i've met some people who are like they're like well i'm not doing it unless it's broadway and i'm like well then good luck getting cast in it <laughs> yeah i mean I, but i think like i've been on broadway you've been you know, yes. several times so mm-hmm. for me i am okay to go regionally and do a role i really want to do you know I'm, but i i get it like if you don't have a lot of Broadway shows and you want that experience, yeah. Yes. I want to be on Broadway. I, I, I don't want to do regional. I want to get a Broadway credit and then I'll go regionally. But then I get also, it. Yeah. But then there are also just for me times where I'm like Broadway's stupid with who they cast. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm yeah. like, like, yeah. like there are people that are clear there that I'm like, why would you not cast this person in this role? And then, yeah. And then they're like, we're going to close this show instead. And I'm like, but there's this person right here. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the business aspect of it all is just so. It's, but I, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it is show business, but. It's like, show business, but yeah. And, and <clears throat> you know, I just think once you get that Broadway credit for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it just means something. Yes. Even though, even if the experience is a sham and horrible, it's still, it's always Broadway. Your mm-hmm. name, it, is attached to Broadway. And that means something to regional theaters and other people. Yes. So I think that's why people want it. But what you get with that is a sham sometimes with the treatment and everything else like that. And so, you know, but I get why, you know, it's pushed Broadway, Broadway, but regional theater is just as good and sometimes better, yes. better than some well, yep. regional theater. Absolutely. One of the best productions I ever saw was at Walnut Street Theater. It was Sister Act with Danielle I remember, oh, Danielle. Danielle, I remember at the end when she was doing Raise Your Voice and all, like, Raise Your Voice all the way until yeah. the act one finale, like, my heart was, like, in my chest. I was, like, I was, like, hyperventilating because I was, yeah. like, I was never, it was, yeah. 
brilliant. And then also Les Mis at Dallas Theater Center. Yeah. Um, truly just also a lot of stuff that they do at Ravinia Festival where like Patty Lapone is oh, like, Ravinia. knock out oh, all yeah. these roles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, all, all, there's so much good theater going on outside of New York. And I think this pandemic has really shown it's a light really... kind of on that, that, that it's time to kind of go outside and it's okay. It's okay exactly. to go to another theater and not be on Broadway. It's okay. It's actually okay. You know? There's so, so many great. great shows that aren't really done in like yeah. in Broadway anymore. They're done constantly, yeah. regionally. Constantly. Um, and so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Def. Oh, add spam a lot. Lady of the Lake. Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Lady of Yep. That's that's top three. That would be top three for me. Because that's also great, just like there's the operatic parts, and there's also belting. Yeah. That yeah, Lady of the Lake yeah, would be on there. I can see you in that. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's that's one, and I went in for it. I went in for it when I young young, Mike Nichols, before for the he Broadway passed or touring for broad, Broadway and tour. I went in and auditioned at the theater where Spamlot was on that stage and auditioned for the team. Oof. I didn't get it, but like I remember seeing Rachel York there. Myself. Oh, she's brilliant. I love yeah, and like a whole bunch of people. And I was so young, you know, I was a baby. I was like, oh, oh, oh. you know, but those experiences just. You know, you, you get those experiences, you learn so much, and then your next one, you're stronger, you're better, you know how it goes. And so, yeah, Lady of the Lake would definitely be on my list. Wait, Rachel York auditioned for that and she didn't get it? I don't, I don't think so. I think um, the, when I, the tour, or maybe the <sighs> Vegas, they're doing the Vegas one. I oh. think, not, um, I don't know what her name is. I don't want to say Erica Alexander because she's another actress, but another another woman got it, a black woman. She was really Meryl great. Dandridge? Nope, not Meryl. Oh. Another girl. She does a lot more TV now, um, but she she's, um, yeah. But someone else got it. Maybe Rachel got, maybe Rachel did something else. Maybe she got the tour, but no, I did not. I She was there auditioning with me. She went and right it before me. She went and right before me. <laughs> And she and I, was also Lily Vanessi in <laughs> Kiss Me yeah, Kate. Was, yeah, yeah. And she was my mother yep. in Ragtime. She was my mother at Ragtime. Oh, at, my God. Um, Paper Mill. So I was like, hi, Rachel. She's like, hey, Allison. I was like, <laughs> I like, remember, like, I'm literally 20. I'm literally 24, 25. Like, at this time. It was a long time ago. It was when it was still on Broadway. You know? And so I was a mm -hmm. baby. I was so young and I was like, hi, Rachel. She was like, hi, you know, and she's with a silk shirt looking snatched and amazing as she is. Yep. And like, I'm like, just, oh. you know, so yeah. 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 Rachel York did eventually play it. I just looked it up. <laughs> Rachel did York play. did eventually play it. She was in the On Gun Quit Playhouse. I totally pronounced that wrong. On Gun Quit. Okay. That cool. one. Yes. Yeah. But um, she didn't do Broadway. She didn't do yeah. Broadway and she didn't do um, the tours and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was Rosina M. Hill? Nope. I know Rosina. As, she as was Merit. a standby on Broadway. No, no, no. It was someone else. It, the Las Vegas. Look up the Las Vegas cast of Spamalot. That, that, was the, that was the woman that got one of the slots. Erica Ash. That's her. That's it. And she okay. was Anala. She was also oh. Anala in Lion King, I think. Yes. Erica Ash. Exactly. Who, 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 who got it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I had Lady the money, I would produce all these shows and of have course. you in it. Of course. 
like, you know, you're reminding me, I need to make my list. I need to make my list of stuff. Like when you see this, yes. I want to do this. For me, yeah, it's, um, what is it? The show that I really want to do is Sunset Boulevard. Who would you cast as, as, as yeah. I'll, I'll share it with you when I stop recording because I don't want to jinx it. But okay. I have this entire production plan, which I'll share with you when we stop okay. recording. Uh, okay. I okay. think it's, but I, cause I, just, I don't want to jinx it and I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> she was. Alice uh, Ripley? She was an original dream girl. It, it, it can't be the one I'm thinking. It just can't. I, honestly, if it's the one you're thinking, it, it can't. It, it's it, not. It, it was, she was not Effie. It was. Oh, okay. It wasn't Effie. It wasn't the Effie one. Oh, it was. Oh, okay. All it right. Was, it was the Dina. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Laurel. I was like, that's interesting. Because I, I think she's fierce. I think, but I, but yeah, we'll talk about that once we stop recording. Okay, okay, but okay. Because yes, okay, yeah. I have this entire, but yeah, so, um, oh, would you like to do um, Mother Superior in Sister Act? I'm just no, looking, I love. No, 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 but I would do You're Mother done with Abbas. The nuns. No, I would do Mother <laughs> Abbas in Sound of Music, though. I would do Climb Every Mountain. Yep, yep, and you'd kill it. I'd do Climb Every Mountain. So I would do that, but mm. like, Sister Act for me, don't love it. Okay, that's fair. I've gone, I've gone in. I went in for it. Like, I. It's just you know. I don't. I love the movie. I just don't love necessarily the show. And I that's don't fair. think it sits in for me in the pocket of my that's voice. Fair. The best. Um, yeah. What else was there? I'm trying to think. I, I would. I would love to do if they did the light in the piazza all black. I would love to eventually Nikki, do Audrey McDonald as what was it as the mother. Yep. Nikki, Nikki, and as, Nikki as the, the daughter, and I want to be the um, Sarah Berry, Sarah Berry role. Remember Sarah no, Yorty Berry? Look this up right now. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I remember it. I that's She's one the of the sass. shows where it was on yeah. my watch list to watch during the pandemic. It's it's a and phenomenal. Then it got taken off of YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, there's a role um, Sarah Berry does. I know Nikki was saying she was like. Friend, Franca Naccarelli. I totally pronounced that wrong. My Italian teacher's going to kill me. <laughs> That's fine. Because it's... Yeah. Margaret is Johnson, would be Audra. Clara would be Nikki. And then you would yeah. want to be Franca. Or, yes. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Ooh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Ooh, I'd love that. Yeah. And who would play Nikki's love interest? Who would, would you... Would you who Fabrizio? would you have? Who would be Fabrizio? Real talk. Cause that's, that's going to be, I mean, I would say Josh, but then I'm like, I would love to see Brandon Victor Dixon get into that. Hmm, I Who would, would say... you have? Hmm. Because I feel like Norm, would... Norm or Brian would be, um, what's his name? They're Let's a little bit walk. too old for it. The, would that be, um, Senor? Or just, no, I'm talk that the, one or that's or the one that's opposite, um, Victoria, Victor, Vic, Vicky's role. Um, who, who's the, the father of, of Fabrizio? For Giuseppe. Yeah, I'm talking that, that Norma oh, Bryan. That'd, that'd be Norma Bryan. That's what I'm saying. Norma Bryan would be for was, that. Hmm. But Fabrizio, who would you choose? I was thinking like Antoine L. Smith or Kyle Skitleaf. I think that's how you pronounce Scatliff? it. Scatliff? Or that one. Or... Uh, <laughs> 
Um, I'm still getting, I'm very behind with finding Got black it. actors and black male Ant- actors. I um, love and, Antoine. Like, that are age appropriate. I, I, um, I just, I just think Fabrizio needs to have swag. Um, I mean, for me, it's just like, I just feel like someone like a Brandon Vicker Dixon has swag. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna bring up my friend Isaiah Johnson. Do you know Isaiah? <gasps> who was in color? Oh Girls? my God! I love him so much. I he's, love he's him. He's a he's a Fabrizio brilliant. to me. He would he's a oh, Fabrizio he would be brilliant because there's a there's there's an aspect of him like you know he just needs to be cool and like you know and he re- and genuine and though vulnerable because he falls for her you know so yeah yeah someone Isaiah's like brilliant. that yeah someone like someone like that. Oh yeah, Isaiah's bro. Or um, there's many Nathaniel people. Nathaniel Stampley. Yeah, there's. Oh, I love Nathaniel. People, Stampley. Yeah. I would put Nathaniel I, as as the as opposite Audra though. I would. I had Nathaniel. I saw him when I saw the Color Purple revival. I saw it with Adrian. I, I saw it the day after Christmas, and I saw it with Adriana Hicks was on for Cynthia. I saw it with Jennifer Holiday uh-huh. and Nathaniel and um, Grayson Kingsbury was on as Harpo. Amazing. And I saw Carrie Comperi. I'm totally pronouncing her. Carrie, Carrie Comperi. Yeah, Carrie yeah. Comperi. Yeah. All of them were brilliant. I remember just, yeah, right. it was so brilliant. Brilliant production. Yeah, yeah. It was a great, it was a great production. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, don't Adriana Hicks. Like, there's a lot of people that could, Brittany Johnson could play yep. Clara. Let's not play. You know, so there's a lot of people that could kind of go into that spot yep. of being that daughter that are younger, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I, I just, you know, yeah, there's a lot of new talent, like you said, you know, coming up, getting these roles. And so Mar- it's going to be yeah. in- interesting to see. There was um, Mariah Little who went to my school. She was uh-huh. Sarah in Ragtime. Freaking brilliant. She had that gorgeous Audra opera. And then she did Seely in the non-equity uh-huh. tour. Oh, and great. she was bouncing and I was like, I was, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. I was so very much like you with the diversity. Yeah. I think... I think that's making a comeback with the diversity in vocals. No shade to a lot of people on Broadway currently, but I just felt like we had this great diversity in vocals, just like with the ability to do many different things and also just vocal right. tones. And then we sort of lost that, but I feel like it is yes. slowly coming back. Yeah, it's slowly coming back. And I think it's coming back because of the fact that now we're in COVID, it's going to be smaller shows. Yes. And a lot of the smaller shows have old school music. Yep. Like I just did a Gershwin show. Like yep. you have to be able to do like you. It can't just be R and B tones. You, no nope. one wants to hear that. So it's like the purity of nothing sound. wrong with it, but not a nothing lot. Of wrong. Good, yeah, nothing yeah, wrong yeah, with we, it, but we, we we want purity of sound for these Cole Porter reviews. Grand mm-hmm. Night for sing- I think Goodspeed's doing Grand Night for singing. You know, so it's just like these smaller reviews are starting to come back, and you need people that can sing these the style. And convincingly and honestly. And so I do think there is this kind of push to, to you know, to let people sing all types of music and not pigeonholed, yep. you know, based off of type. And not just people of color, but even, even people that are not, are, are white or whatever else. Because just because you're blonde and blue eyed doesn't mean that you can't, you know, can't belt or yep. have a different form or dark hair, yep. you know. There's time there's or I'm a fat girl and I can't do a thick girl and I can't sing legit. That's not fair, regardless yep. of what color you are. So I hope that they're opening their eyes to like let people sing. Let people sing and then decide where they belong, not off of type or color. 
Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we are slowly getting there. I mean, Phantom of the Opera in the West End, they just recently yeah. cast, um, not the, she's not the first, she's the second technically, because there was Lana English in the world tour, but they right. cast Lily St. James, and then there's also um, Beatrice Penny Taylor, I think it is, who's the second understudy, she's also black, yeah. and then the Carlotta is Asian, um, and there's yeah. a few other, and so we're slowly getting there. I mean, I know for a while, like the early 2000s, like with Wicked, it was all there. Like there was a time where it was Eden Espinosa as the principal, Say yeah. Khan as the standby, and then Brandy Siobhan Macy as the understudy. And then there was Derek Williams as Fierro and Ben uh-huh. Vereen as the wizard. And so it was like, so you were, and so it was just very, and then like Broadway sort of like lost that. And that was like in the early 2000s. Yeah. And then Broadway sort of lost it, but now we're gaining it back up again. Yeah. It's very, it's, very yeah. weird industry. Yeah, I said it's, it with all the love of my heart. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a weird it's a, industry. It's an ebb and flow. And I think it's also people holding people to the fire. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. You know, it, it's like, we've got to do better. And it's people with the money saying, this cannot fly anymore. You've got to diversify these casts all the way around and behind the table. Like, mm-hmm. we, we've got to do better. And so that that's kind of the the push it's us being like no online and be like this is unacceptable so the more and more we kind of put our voices out there and say what is acceptable and what's not and also prove with money that it's not acceptable it's money that makes Mm -hmm. people say oh we can't do this anymore really you know so i think the more we see people saying something holding people accountable we're gonna see more changes absolutely yeah yeah, we're moving, moving toward there. Yes, I'm up. Opt- I'm cautiously optimistic Same. about where we're going, but I like what I'm seeing, and I think with Broadway opening, we're gonna really see what's really going on. Yes, you know uh, that that's gonna be the sign. You know how how people are being treated. How's COVID being treated? Are people being taken care of? Sick days. All of that stuff is really gonna decide for me. Have people really learned anything from these two years? And, and, and are we going to hold people accountable to treat actors with respect? And that we're not just money makers, we're people as well. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see when we get in there. That's all we can do until we get in there. Yeah. Alrighty. To wrap this up, where, are, where can people get in contact with you? Like, what are your social media handles and stuff? Um, uh, well, yeah, my website is alisonblackwell.com. Um, the Allison Blackwell on Instagram. Oh, Lord. Now you have me. I have to look at my stuff. Wow, <laughs> uh, that, is Allison, that is Allison with two L's, everyone. Two, two, two L's. Um, on Twitter, I'm A Blackwell NYC. Um, yeah. And Facebook, Allison Blackwell fan page. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Find me. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Allison. It has of been course. a pleasure. You are thanks, welcome Paul. back anytime. Yay! Thanks, Paul. It was so much fun. It was this so was much a fun. lot of fun. Thank you again thanks. already, everyone. I will see you for the next episode. So here's to the girls on the go. Everybody tries. Look into their eyes and you'll see what they know. Everybody dies A toast to that invincible bunch The dinosaurs surviving the crunch Let's hear it for the ladies who lunch